Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Beating the Buzzer podcast. I'm Adam. Finally have Billy back. It's been a while, but here we are. Uh, Lots happened in the world of sports, like politics, I think in general, with COVID kind of getting crazy again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, let's stick to the uh, sports aspect, I guess. We we won't really dive into everything else, uh, but... I want to talk about this NBA Finals. Uh, Lakers have dominated, I would say, the majority of this series, but Jimmy Butler had a great fourth quarter last night. Uh, they squeak one out in game three. He had a 40-point triple-double. Um, this series is now 2-1. So I will field this question to you. Uh, do you think that Jimmy Butler's words should ring true, that, quote, they effed up, end quote? Oh. I'll tell you, if he plays like this again, then no doubt they effed up because he had a Michael Jordan-esque game. I'm not, ta- I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan at all as a player overall. But no, he I get just, what you mean. Yeah. He dominated. This is one of the best finals games in NBA history from a singular player. Would you disagree? He, I agree with you. I think 70% from the field, 40 points. He didn't even shoot a three. He didn't that, shoot one. That's more impressive to me is that he did this with – I would be loving to yell at Jason Tatum because Jimmy Butler did what I think Tatum should do every game. It's just He went to the basket every single time, and they just had no solution for it. Um, that being said, in my opinion, I – as much as this was a great, great performance by Jimmy, I really think – You know, when we talk about dynamics of a game, I really think it was more so the Lakers lost than the Heat won. Mm. A lot of fouls. A lot of sloppy defense at the rim, you could say. Well, I was just going to say the turnovers for the Lakers were just daunting. I mean, between LeBron and AD, they had 13, which is not common. LeBron got called for two travels at the end. I think Anthony Davis, yeah, I'm looking. He only had nine shots. Anthony Davis, so far, I think we can both agree he's been the finals MVP. Yeah, I don't think last nine shots. He was by far one of the worst players on the team last night with a plus or minus of minus 26. LeBron with a minus four. So it pretty shows – it shows the difference of the impact the players have. I think it shows that LeBron – to me, they're both great players. I think for this team, though – it showed me that you have to let it, the offense at least, flow through Anthony Davis. I don't think the one of, these, one of these LeBron games where, like, he's trying to get a triple-double and he's being really aggressive, I think it shows that you need to get AD involved, especially when they don't have Bam. Uh, you just got to start feeding it inside because I feel like they can counter LeBron better. Do you agree with that? Yeah, but I'm not shocked about the – field goal attempts that much he had five rebounds only five rebounds that's crazy he should be 10 automatic every game against this heat team i agree with you i I agree with you i think and again i think a lot of this just has to do i i wasn't seeing ad aggressive that's why i say the lakers lost is because i really think they mentally checked out Mm -hmm. um I think no, it's dangerous know. because Bam's coming back. I think he will come back next game. I, I think he'll come back. I just don't think he'll be the same. I think he'll you be know, the I've same. I've seen enough players come back from injury, especially his, where it seems serious. Uh, and it's his shoulder, right? That's kind of big. 
for yeah. a guy who likes to take a lot of mid-range jumpers and floaters and bang inside. Um, so, again, I think he'll be good. Well, I think he'll be enough to, like, stop another AD game if AD takes over, like, 15 shots. No. Um, but, again, I think this falls on the Lakers. I think Kyle Kuzma getting involved – is a good thing, but I think him taking away shots from Anthony Davis is not. Uh, I want to see Kuzma get the ball when LeBron goes to the bench. I don't want to see those two out there at the same time, both scoring with AD out there. One thing about what the Heat did, facilitating through – Jimmy Butler didn't just score. He had 13 assists. He was, oh, yeah, doing, he was amazing last night. We, we he was said, doing everything for class last night. And if he puts up more numbers like that, then yes, the Lakers are no doubt in trouble. I don't think he will. I think you'll agree with me that that particular game, a 40-point triple-double is not repeatable. Shooting 70%, I agree. Yeah, that is not repeatable. <laughs> I think he will have a great game. I could see him scoring like maybe a 35-5 and five game. I could see one of those coming out of Jimmy, but not another 40, like 40, 13, and 11 shooting, what, 70% from the field, 86% from the line. I don't see that happening again. How about LeBron walking off the court at the end of the game? That doesn't show leadership to me at all. I don't care. I've seen that happen enough times in history. The Celtics did it. The Pistons did it. The Bulls did it. All the great teams do it, so – it's fine. I, he was pissed. I, I understand where he's coming from because that's a game you should have won. Uh, and I think it's some of, some of the anger you get when you're playing Miami. We saw it in the last round, you know, at Boston. You should be winning these games, but Miami is just so good in the fourth quarter that, you know, even when you have the game in hand, you know, those losses can be tough to digest. So I think, I want, I think LeBron is going to come out aggressive, but I think he should be trying to get AD to come out aggressive because as, we, as we've seen over the last couple of games, I think an aggressive AD in this series is more valuable than an aggressive LeBron. Do you think this performance by Jimmy Butler helps the ratings of Game 4? Helps the ratings? I want to say yes, but again, it goes back to the root of this. They were badly trying to get Lakers Celtics, which would have gotten a ton of ratings. And Lakers Heat just is is not a draw to most people compared uh, to what you have going on. I think it's smart of them that they're playing this game on Tuesday night and not tonight, uh, because tonight with two football games on and the MLB playoffs are competing, which, by the way, we'll touch on those later. I think those have been more entertaining so far than the, these NBA finals. But I think competing with, I think, just the NL baseball games on Tuesday night instead of competing with the NFL is much better for them because this was a Sunday night game that barely anybody watched because there was Sunday night football, and it wasn't even that good of a Sunday night football game. It ended up being good because the Eagles ended up pulling a good game out of their ass, and we'll talk about that. Um, but I don't really see this moving the needle. I, I think they're going to get the same amount of people they would have. Because, uh, again, it's just kind of like diehard NBA fans, Lakers fans, and Heat fans. That's I, it. Nobody I else. I 100% agree. I 100% agree with that. It's two, like, either Lakers fans, LeBron fans, and then the Heat fans. You know, And Heat fans, like, people don't talk about this, but, like, Miami – for like watching it on TV is not a huge market for basketball. It's really just because it's Miami. So if it were in person and COVID wasn't a thing, then I would say, of course, it's going to be high ratings. It's Miami, LA. This is, this isn't Miami, LA. 
this is Lakers heat in Orlando. Yes. If you get what I'm saying. So it's not like the draw of the cities. It's the draw of the actual basketball. And I think so many people did not want to see both of these teams in the final. A ton of people didn't want to see the Lakers and a ton of people didn't want to see the heat. So when you put them together, barely, it's a very niche audience is what I'm trying to say. All right, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move things on. Wait, let's do finals predictions. I got Lakers in six. I think the Heat pull out one game and win it, but I don't see them taking this seven. How about you? Yeah, I, for similar reasons you listed, I'm going Heat – or sorry, Lakers uh, in five. I don't think the Heat get another game. As I mentioned earlier, I think you needed – kind of a miraculous like Jimmy Butler goes Michael Jordan mode uh, to pull out, you know, you know, we're not talking about the heat won this game by 11. Okay. And most, and I think four of those were garbage time points. So you can really say they won by seven. And in a series where you lost by 10 and then lost by nearly 20 in game one, I don't think I don't think he get another, but they could. I'm taking him. Momentum swing. You never know. I don't think momentum. When you when I see LeBron this pissed and AD took barely any shots, I don't think momentum swings. I think those two are coming back pissed off, and you don't want to see a pissed LeBron. And even more in this playoffs, as it's shown, you do not want to see a pissed off Anthony Davis. Yeah. So I think the Lakers are going to win. All right now. Moving on, I'm going to go go to some NBA draft uh, NBA draft question. I want to ask you: How do you feel about Lamelo Ball saying no to the draft combine, regardless of not being a guaranteed top five pick? I'd say. I I disagree. I think he is a guaranteed top five pick, um, but I I expected it. You know, he's a guy that's not gonna not gonna do uh, you know some of the extra stuff. I think he's expected to be a high pick. Um, actually, I don't, do you want to talk about the draft some more? Because I do have some breaking news while we are recording this. Really? What? Uh, Bill O'Brien has been fired. Uh, the Texans head coach and GM, who has made some questionable moves um, as far as trading for Laramie Tunsil, trading away DeAndre Hopkins, trading for David Johnson, trading for Brandon Cooks. Uh, he has been fired. Uh, Romeo Cronell, their, I believe, offensive coordinator, uh, has become their interim head coach. Um, Shefty just tweeted this out a couple minutes ago. They are they are zero four on the year. I'm sure Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson uh, is happy with that. They might finally get back on track. But um, Texans fans should be excited. Um, now more breaking news: Bam Adebayo has been upgraded to questionable for Game Four of the NBA Finals, and that's he's gonna play. He's gonna play. We knew that. I mean, I. I, th- I think he'll play. He's going to play anyway, right? I think he will. I think so. What do you think Minnesota are doing with the number one pick this year? Uh, they're a wild card to me as far as the draft. Minnesota has made some hilariously bad draft picks in the past. Um, they are not good at handling drafts. Uh, their last good pick was definitely Cat. Um, I don't think they've had many since. Uh, Jarrett Culver, I think, is a project – uh, but they didn't expect him to be a project. Everybody knew going into that draft he's a project, and yet there are still reports saying they are disappointed in him, even though everybody knew, you know, what is he, 20? And he was a very raw scorer. 
from Texas Tech. That is a project pick. That is not a guaranteed star right away. Uh, I personally think they will not go with LaMelo. I think this pick is, in my eyes, they are more likely not to trade. I know the Devin Booker thing is all anyone wants to see. I think they're going to trade down, uh, possibly out of the top three. I think they trade to four or five, just get some extra draft capital um, and pick one of the guys outside of the number one pick. I think they feel too much pressure. And again, they don't really need a point guard. If you look at the top of this draft, they don't really need a one or a two and the top Mm -hmm. guys are ones and twos. And then after that, you get into Wiseman, who's a five, Onyeka Gonku, who's also a five. Uh, so I think they, they slide down a little bit, wait for those Denny Avdijas and Obi Toppins and more of the versatile three fours uh, that are going to be later picks. And I think you get some extra draft capital um, and maybe pick someone up in the late first, but I don't think they're keeping this pick. And I'd be very surprised if they kept it and picked LaMelo. I'd be ridiculously surprised. This is one of my thoughts on the draft. I think they'll either trade down to the Knicks, trade with the Pelicans. That's one team I've thought about. Or, um, I think the Pelicans could ship Drew Holiday a pick, couple picks, and they'll go up and pick Lonzo's brother. I think that would be I think, they, I think Drew straight up will get that done. I think Drew that Holiday. Crazy. Because this is a relatively weak draft. So I think Drew Holiday is worth a little more than that, mm-hmm. especially considering that team's need. Like you, you desperately need a Drew Holiday in Minnesota if you want to get to the playoffs. You desperately need that. That's so why I think, I think that's. I a think New Orleans would not have to give up if they give up extra. I think maybe it's a first-round pick, and not in this draft, and heavily protected. Mm-hmm. And now, so the NFL. Shall we talk about that? This was a big week in the NFL. We could go to NFL. Yeah. So, well, the first thing about this week that struck me was the injuries. I don't know if that struck you, but I was it's watching. Bad. I don't. Yeah. I, no, but the crazy thing, I was watching. Uh, I had like dual screen. You know how you can do that on your laptop? Like I had two up on Sanctuary. So I was watching uh, Chargers Bucks and I was watching Browns Cowboys. And literally within a minute of each other, Austin Eckler goes down, and then Nick Chubb goes down. This is, to me, the main consequence of no preseason. That's all I'm chalking it up to because there are so many injuries, and they're all having to do with, like, oh, they got caught on the turf. It's like we see so many ligament tears and ligament strains. It's like, yeah, because they're getting caught on the dirt. Um, and we're, we're seeing it with a lot of running backs getting hurt. Uh, so I was not surprised that they went down. Also, Sam Darnold uh, goes down. That's not that – big of a deal unless you're paying attention to the tank race i think that helps the jets with the number one pick i don't think they needed much help with that sorry because i know you're a jets fan but i think you'd agree i don't think they needed much help getting the number one pick this only aids it um but again and uh again we're, we're seeing an injury that just broke like two hours ago that Devonte adams isn't going to be playing tonight yeah, it's frustrating it's clear that i think it it lays more on the players and how what they did during quarantine. I feel the players I who act. Uh, I, I think it's about the no preseason. I really do. Cause preseason's like you get your if you, take, if you take care of your body during that preseason, you'll be fine. Well, even like, look at the guys that were taking care of their body every single day. Like, look at Saquon, look at McCaffrey. Like mm-hmm. they still got hurt. Yeah, that's true. It was, like, it was non-contact injuries on the turf. Mm-hmm. 
So I think pre in preseason is so useful because you get your feet under yourself. That's when you like have a chance to go. And now they were being asked to just like go like maybe a week of practice and then just go, which is not like the month of preseason. Stretch out a little bit. Yeah. And Le'Veon Bell too. That was the other one that I was forgetting. It was Le'Veon Bell. Um, COVID-19 in the NFL. Cam is not playing tonight and, Tennessee Titans, we should talk about them first because that's a big one. That's the one that actually got delayed. Um, Titans, they did all test negative today, so that's good. But 18 positives five days ago to cancel the game. That's crazy. I think this completely destroyed this, – this could damage their season, I think. Like, having this time away from your whole team is honestly devastating during the season. Well, I was going to say, I think it hurts them that, and I think having to have your bye week this early, because it was supposed to be, I think it was like, what, Green Bay and one other team were going to have a bye week this week, but now it's like, or no, they have theirs next week. Tennessee has theirs this week. That is brutal. Same with Pittsburgh has theirs this week. That is so bad. Because now you got to go play, what, 12 weeks, 12 or 13, 13 straight weeks of football. And those are two teams that had playoff aspirations. I think that hurts them a little bit. Because mm-hmm. now you're opening up to injuries, especially for the Titans, because you're already dealing with A.J. Brown. You're already dealing with some of your guys in the secondaries a little banged up. And now on such a run-reliant team, you know, you now have to deal with these injuries, and it's just brutal. I Like, I don't want to predict anything, but if Derrick Henry gets hurt, they are done because of this. I don't want to think about anyone getting hurt. That makes me frustrated. But this is for sure something we, we really can't speak about. Like, we don't know the effects of this because nothing like this has ever happened before. So it'll be strange to see how the teams take it and how they move forward. Now let's go to Patriots Chiefs move to tonight. Cam Newton, the only guy on the team to test positive. Posted a video of him looking like a grandma saying thank you for everyone's condolences. I love that. He's so <laughs> awesome. I love Cam. Man, I, I love Cam. So he's such a great personality. I think that's more so how they'll miss him. I, I think the Patriots had a shot with Cam at this being like a very competitive game and one that they could win. Now I think it's done. I think they're getting blown out with Brian Hoyer. Uh, I saw a joke on Twitter that they were going to run the same three plays. They were just going to run a halfback wham, uh, a little end around run in a screen all game. I 100% think that's plausible uh, that you just run this game. Um, Cause that's how the Pats are going to have to win it. I mean, you got Hoyer in the backfield to be fair. He probably knows the playbook better than anyone. He's been on the team for three straight years and has seen this playbook evolve. But again, this team is now kind of built around Cam Newton and Hoyer does not run or, you know, possess the threat of running at all. Um, would not be surprised if we saw Jared Stidham in this game. I know a lot of Patriots fans are excited about him. As you know, we've had this conversation a billion times. I don't like Jared Stidham as a player. I think he's not as good as people think he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't see <laughs> I'm any. I'm not too high on him. I think, But I think Hoyer can give you a boost. I don't think you'll win this game. I think your only shot at winning is is if Burkhead has another game like that and if James White being back really has a big impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's 
Who are you? So I'm taking the Chiefs. I I'm taking the Chiefs. Inevitable. Yeah. How about the other game tonight? Falcons Packers. Uh, Falcons Packers. You're going to be surprised by this. Uh, I am going to take the Falcons. I think without Lazard and Devontae Adams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might struggle a little bit. I am starting Valdez Scantling in my fantasy league, and I need four points. I think he's – as far – a little fantasy tidbit going to throw in during the conversation, um, Marquez Valdez Scantling and James White are two very valuable pieces to have tonight. Um, I think just Aaron Rodgers' lack of targets is really going to hurt him. I know he's one of the best in quarterbacks in the league. I think he's top five, uh, just the way he can move around and throw like that. But – I, he's really got to pull something out of the bag for me to believe that he can win this game without his top two targets. I'm taking a Packers win this week. I think he's too good. He's, he's just too good. That's, he beat the Saints without anyone, which is arguably a pretty good team. He beat, about, I want to point out that both the Packers and Falcons defenses have much to be desired. So do you expect this to be a shootout? Because I definitely do. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game no matter what. Yeah. I want to say yes. I Yeah, I think it'll be – I think they'll score over 60 together. I think it'll be a shootout. Well, I mean, because so, the Falcons have scored a ton of points and given up a ton of points against everybody. So. Yeah, that, that is true. Very true. Now, I want – do you want to go into week five predictions and then go into some more NFL stuff or – you want to reflect on this week? Any Did any of these games surprise you? Because really, for me – I think only – I'm looking through these and only two of them – or, yeah, two of them surprised me. One game surprised me, and it was Buccaneers-Chargers and Tom Brady. Really? That – I was not surprised by that at all. Tom Brady throwing five touchdowns oh. and coming back like crazy with Mike Evans out. He got hurt, but he's good. Him out. He takes it, throws a ball to Scotty Miller, throwing it to random guys and winning the game. It was Tom Brady proving that he's Tom Brady. That's – I mean, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I've seen that Charger defense. It's pretty bad. I thought Tom Brady was due for a big game. Um, and, again, he, he likes to diversify his receivers a lot. I forgot how many – there was a stat on how many guys he threw to. But, yeah, he threw to, like, ten guys in this game which is crazy to me. Um, but the game that surprised me more, and I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, was um, it was definitely the, the Sunday night football game, the, the cap to last night. I thought Eagles Niners surprised me. I thought Philly was going to get blown out, even without Jimmy G in that lineup. I disagree. I thought the Eagles would take a game here. They're just they're, – they're a team full of guys who just somehow be okay. Like, it's just like last season – Everyone getting out, everyone giving up, and the Eagles just finding a way to pull it out. I really like the Jalen Hurts pick now. I see him opening up things in the offense outside of his random fumbles on snaps. They should start him. I'm still in that camp. You got to start Jalen. I don't know why you're rolling with Carson Wentz. This was Carson Wentz's first good game. Yeah, agreed. If he he plays poorly next week, I want to see them give Jalen a shot because I don't know why you're benching him. He's so talented. How, how about C.J. Beathard coming in at the end of the game and leading the team down the field but just not getting it done? Um, I mean, he, he, Niners are deep. Starting. I think I mean, he's the new um, – not starting, but backup quarterback, and we'll see how he does in the future, and I think he can win a starting job. Possibly. I mean, the Niners are very deep at quarterback. I just think it's, it's very improbable. 
I think that he would slam Mullins as the backup. Mullins threw away the game. He just threw it straight to the defense, and that was it. Yeah, but I think you're asking him to do a lot. I mean, because Jimmy G did a lot for that team. And he goes out, and you ask this dude who hasn't played in a year to be like, okay, go have a perfect game. When your defense is not playing well. That's... Not a perfect game against the Eagles' defense. I disagree. But I, I think that there is some quarterback controversy there with the injury. We don't know how bad it is. We don't know how he's recovering. And I then, think Jimmy G will come back. He'll come back fine. After this, I want to I touch on the game that surprised me too in a bad way. The Broncos-Jets, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. Why are you surprised by that? We've been saying that for – we haven't done an episode in a week and a half, and we've said – I think a lot of people predicted the Jets to win that game. I know How? a lot of people. A lot of people predicted the Jets to win the game. It surprised were, me the score was that high. I didn't think either team would really score in this game because both offenses are just so bad. It's just embarrassing to be a Jets fan right now. It's That's embarrassing true. to lose to the Broncos without Sutton. Everyone. Everyone. And Noah Fant, didn't they lose him? Everyone, yeah. No, Fant got injured. They didn't have Cortland Sutton. They didn't have Vaughn Miller. And I think they lost another guy on defense. They lost their Well, the main one is they don't have Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. They don't have their quarterback. It's crazy. It's just embarrassing. Drew Locke, was, he's been balling when he's healthy. All right, so now back to the Eagles. Who are you taking in the worst division in football? Well, you already said you're going to take the Eagles. I'm taking the Cowboys. I think they've had a really hard schedule. And Dak has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's just getting no credit. We're sleeping on on Washington in this We are not sleeping on the Washington football team. It's all – if they can beat them in divisional games, then yes, we are. It's all going to come down to that. And that's why I think – the East is kind of exciting because they're really rivals because these games mean everything. Okay. I, I mean, here's my – Dwayne Haskins, I think he, I think he will be good. Oof. I want to preface what I'm about to say with that. I think he will be good. But I think not having that good of an O-line and throwing untimely interceptions – and throwing too much, in my opinion. I think for Washington, they don't have receivers. Like, they really just have Terry McLaurin. Inman should be doing better than he is. Same with Sims. But they have such running back depth that they really should be running the ball. Yeah, I agree. I don't think McKissick and Barber, you, you should be running. You should not be passing it a billion times. I don't think Haskins is the guy. I just think the defense can carry that team to some wins. They have a really good defense. I agree with you. Yeah, that linebacking good. core is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to next week. We'll just well, go this over. week. We didn't talk about the last two games tonight. Oh wait, yeah, we, we did. did. My bad. We did. Okay, so we'll go on to our next week predictions. Buccaneers Bears. Uh, to me, this one's tough. It depends who the Bears start, but I'm going to take the Bucks just because Tom Brady seems to have figured it out. Yeah, Buccaneers um, all day. I'm taking Tom Brady. Bills Titans. Uh, Bills Titans. Um, I don't know if this game will be played. This game will be played. I, we know that they're in quarantine right now. They'll be fine. The NFL's holding it. Okay, I guess it's tough. I think I'll take the Titans because they get a week's rest. I agree. I'm taking the Titans' week rest. Um, Jaguars Texans. New coach. 
I will take the Texans. I've been saying for a while it's the coaching on that team that's made them really bad. I think Deshaun Watson is going to show up and actually be able to call the plays. Um, and they have, they have the talent. They have the talent to get it done. It's just you're not letting Deshaun Watson, who's one of the smartest players in the NFL, call plays. So now he'll be able to call his own plays, and I think they'll win. I'll take Gardner Minshew in a shootout. Um, I think that – Are you taking Minshew magic? They're in the middle of a – complete GM front office head coaching change. So that's a lot. I think, I think Deshaun Watson really liked his, his OC and to get him as a coach. I think it's valuable. Bengals Ravens. Ravens, not even close. They might win by 50. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson might have 300 in the air, 200 on the ground. Not even kidding. It's a game to watch because you're Lamar's going to put on a show. Yes, because Lamar could probably set a record. He could probably throw for 500 yards this game. Another – one game we didn't touch on that surprised us, but we'll just touch on the team right now. Panthers-Falcons. Panthers destroying the Cardinals. That was the other one that surprised me. Uh, in this game, I'm taking the Panthers. Even without McCaffrey, I think Mike Davis has shown he's a pretty good option. Uh, that receiving core, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, have been really good and reliable for Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater has been amazing. I thought he would be good. I don't know why people count this team out right away. I think, Matt I think because he was the backup for Drew Brees. I think being a backup hurt his reputation, but I think he's living up to that contract. Matt Rule's a great head coach. I'm taking the Panthers. I love Matt Rule. Raiders, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs by a billion. They can't even get the running game going anymore. Holmes, Tyree Kill, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Next game, clear another clear one. Cardinals-Jets. Kyler could have a – Kyler's going to have a day. D-Hop's going to have a day. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins might get 200 receiving yards. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have a day. He's going to have a Randy Moss day. I'm going to take Next game, I think this will be a super fun game to watch. Eagles-Steelers. This might surprise you what I'm about to say. I'm going to take the Eagles. I like them with this momentum. I've not been in love with the Steelers all year. I don't like the way that team is constructed. I just think – I just think Big – I don't trust Big Ben. That's all I'm saying. I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger at all. I, I think he's going to implode at some point. I think he's had too many decent games in a row that the implosion is due. Um, so, yeah. That's um, where I take the Eagles. And the Eagles' defense actually kind of showed up last game. So, maybe they can do it again. I think it's going to be a good game, but I'm taking my Steelers. I really my like Steelers. Them. I like the Steelers this year. They're like my number two team. I've uh, always I don't have a number two team. I don't oh, have... I've, I've, well, when you're a Jets fan, you're going to have a number two team. Yeah, that's fair. I'm a Pats fan. I've never had to. But yeah, the Steelers, they're a fun team to watch. Cool history. I like them. All right. Next game, I think will be a pretty fun one to watch. Rams. Okay, good. Rams, right. Washington football team. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams, but I think. That it'll defense. be close. I think it'll be close. I just think the Rams defense to me pushes them over. Okay. I just think the amount that Washington tries to pass the ball and you have Jalen Ramsey on your team, that's my reason. It's just he shuts down anyone. Next game, Dolphins 49ers. Niners, I don't care. I don't care who the Dolphins start. Niners are going to beat them. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins. Really? Deception? Yeah. It's magic can win some games. He's going to pull one out against this backup team. Okay. All right, next game, division rivalry. It's starting Giants-Cowboys. I am taking the Cowboys. The Giants have been awful without Saquon. 
I'm taking the Cowboys. The Giants might go 0 and 16 this year. They might. Along with the, along with the Jets. It would be a pretty funny storyline. Um, Who would get the first pick? Would it be the Giants because alphabetical order? I have no idea. I don't know how that works. Broncos, Patriots. I'm taking the Pats. It's Bill in Gillette. Even if he doesn't play, you get Sony Michelle back. Even like with Brian Hoyer against that injured defense and nobody on the Broncos offense, you can blitz every time against the Broncos and beat them. With no, the Jets are a blitz heavy team. Um, without, yes, but, but the Patriots have a secondary, they have a top three secondary in the league. Yeah, that's true. Um, Broncos, Pats, if Cam's out, I think it'll be a close one. The I Patriots might, are winning either way to me. I'll I don't see the Patriots. If Cam's there, complete blowout. Yeah. All right, next game, I think this is a pretty good one. Colts, Browns, 425 prime. Like I'm going to take the Colts. The Colts are a team not a lot of people have been watching. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. The thing about this team that surprised me, one, is the defense, and two, has been Phillip Rivers has gotten his mojo back. Uh, this man, the sidearm throw is working. I like them in this game. Uh, I think, the, again, the Browns. I, I don't trust a good week from them because it's always a fluke at times. Um, and I don't know. The Colts have just been really consistent. Um, even though it's in Cleveland, I just think Indianapolis, we talked about momentum earlier. I think they just have more momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a win for the – I'm going to take, take the Colts because of Nick Chubb. MCL problem out for a couple weeks. Also, the end of that Browns Cowboys game, they almost lost. Yeah, they completely they, they so. imploded. Next game, Vikings Seahawks. Can the Vikings get their stuff together? Uh, this is in Seattle, so so no. Uh, the Seahawks to me, the Seahawks to me have been the best team in the league. Russell Wilson is easily the MVP front runner. He's tied Peyton Manning's passing touchdown record so far. Through four games, he's tied it. He's at 16. I think he'll continue that. Um, the Vikings don't really have anybody in their secondary that are going to slow down uh, Ty Lockett, DK Metcalf, and David Moore. Plus, Chris Carson appears to definitely be healthy and back. So I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks in what I think is going to be a blowout. Lockett had an awful game against the Dolphins, but I well, think he just he'll wasn't get it. targeted. I mean, they put Byron Jones and Xavier Howard on him. So he'll get it. He'll get it going. All right. Monday Night Football, Chargers-Saints. I'm going to take this one. I think Michael Thomas will be healthy, so I'm going to take the Saints. I think he'll be back, but based on what I've seen this week, um, I'm going to take the Rook. I like Justin Herbert and the Chargers in this one. I think that secondary looks really good, even even though they, they got torched in the comeback. Um, but I think Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson look decent out of the backfield. Herbert was outdueling Tom Brady at times. So I'm going to take the Chargers. I, I see no reason why they can't keep this going. All right. Now that's, that's it for football, unless if you have anything to say. Um, nope. I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll say one thing. Um, I think we should petition to have the NFC's playoff spot taken away. This division is by far the worst in football. Uh, it is the most controversy-ridden. It is the most messy, 
organizational dysfunction. It's terrible. Nobody likes any fans of any of the teams. Everybody hates Giants fans. Everybody hates Washington fans, if there even are any at this point. Everybody hates Cowboys fans. And uh, everybody – I don't know why I'm bl- – everybody hates Eagles fans. Nobody likes Eagles fans. Um, they're just a hateable division, and they always suck. It's always like the 7-9, and 9-7, 8-8, nine, 10-6. Nine and and I think the last time they had a team that was decent was the 13-3 and three Eagles that went to the Super Bowl. Um, but other than that, this team is – this division is constantly 9-10 and 10 win teams. I really think – and this is not a joke. They should be petitioned to have their playoff spot taken away. I did. Too many good teams on – too many good teams in the NFC West get robbed of playoff spots because of the NFC East. And I think the NFL's new playoff format is literally just because the NFC East has been so bad, and it's to limit the amount of teams from the NFC East to get into the playoffs. I, I think I really I agree with that, but I think the ratings of those fans when it gets chippy and the division gets like everyone seven I know, and because New York is marketable. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna bring it to basketball quick. We can talk about Tyron Lou and Doc Rivers, my new guy. He was. I, I'm just. Gonna you can go, go on about Doc. I'll, I will literally mute myself, and you can just. You're sad. Um, I'm not sad. I don't care. I don't think this moves the needle at all. I think the Sixers' problem is on the court, not with coaching. I think coaching was a small problem, but it's more about your scheme fit. I think you don't have enough shooting. I think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid is a terrible fit together. I think Tobias Harris and Al Horford are maybe the two worst complementary pieces in the NBA, both on super max contracts. So that's terrible for me. You need to make a trade. Uh, you needed a new coach, but that was definitely not priority number one to me. I think your priority number one should have been moving Harris should have been moving Horford and should have considered moving Embiid or Simmons. That would be what I would have done, not hire a new coach and then forget about everything. So I will let you take over, but I think Elton Brand has not been doing a good job yeah. with the Dark Rivers hiring. I think Max that last two years. When you have the worst, one of arguably one of the worst ownerships in the league with Josh Harris and Elton Brand as the GM, who is pretty awful, they picked the best guy here. I'm very happy. Um, news came out today that Doc Rivers had four teams call him five hours after he got fired, and he went to Philly and he wanted to be here. So that's why I'm happy. I have a guy who wants to work with my team. He's excited to work with Embiid and Simmons, and I think they can put it together. Even though you don't think so, I think Ben Simmons' creativity can do anything with his passing game and possibly scoring we have no idea. Um, there's a video of Doc Rivers before he was the Sixers head coach comparing Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to Magic Johnson and Kareem, which is something crazy. And I don't know what he's that sees. is blasphemous. But it's it's a literal video. You can you can watch it. It's a bad take still. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he does. But now let's move on to the Clippers. Um, do you think Tyron lose the next head coach for that team? I do. I do. And I think this will work out. I think this will. It showed in Cleveland how it wasn't the right fit. Ty Lue came in. I think a lot of people attribute – anytime LeBron's on a team, a lot of people contribute um, the good coaching to him. I think Ty Lue's a good coach. I, I respect Tyron Lue. He, he won a championship as a head coach. I think managing stars' egos is a big thing. Doc Rivers has proven in the past that he really wasn't able to do that. He, the one championship he has as a coach was under a really unique culture – uh, kind of with three alphas in Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett, and especially Rondo too, uh, which who Doc said he couldn't coach. 
Um, but I think for Kawhi and Paul George, who I think they will they will stay, and you're telling me they have egos, but they do, and I think Ty Lue is better at managing those egos. Uh, I think Kawhi is going to come back and have a big year. But I do think, again, similar to Philly, I think what LA has to do is not necessarily with coaching, more so with on-court scheme fit. I think you have to find a way to trade away uh, I would say Lou Will and Marcus Morris to me. I, I kind of oh. left it open-ended with Philly, but to me, it's just those two guys. Lou Williams and Marcus Morris, to me, have to go. You have to get a third better guy. I think we we brought him up earlier because I think he's just the go-to guy for any team that needs a third option right now, but it's Drew Holiday. Uh, I, I think you try and swing, him, swing a trade for Drew Holiday. Uh, he'd be a perfect fit. It's a defensive offense. It's a perfect 3 and D uh, ball handler that is selfless, good at passing, would love to be in L.A. and possibly stay there. Um, but I think that'd be a good fit. Montrez Harrell most likely getting a max deal from another team, which is what the Clippers management said. So he's most likely walking. No idea what they're going to do with the front court there. I mean, you got Zubac, so I think that's pretty good. You could you pick could up – I want to see them get shooters in the front court. I want to see them maybe, small, yeah. maybe use your MLE and go after Davis Bertans uh, from Washington. I think he might command a bigger deal in the, in the open market, but I think not a lot of teams have that money to offer. Maybe he wants to win a ring. I think going to the Clippers, and obviously LA is a draw to anyone. Uh, so I think that could be a guy you look at. Um, other than that, I think maybe Daniel House, if you're looking for a cheaper option. I saw him on the Rockets. I think he's a much better fit with the Clippers because um, he will actually get to play a 3-4 instead of the 5. So that's just my thoughts. I think they, they need they need a third guy, though. They, they're going to keep PG. I think they're going to keep both of them. I think for sure Tyron Lue will do well. I don't see them winning a championship next year. I think the Lakers will come out of the West again. I do. Um, I do. I don't see that as a lock. I think depending on what teams make moves, I think there could be a couple teams. Well, that I think we're forgetting if Denver, to me, if Denver adds someone, if they add a third guy, like a legit third guy, I think Denver immediately is catapulted into that conversation based on the way they played the Lakers. I mean, clearly the refs were winning that series. I mean, LeBron cried after the first two games and then immediately his free throws jumped by like 13. Yeah. I think we can look up the stat, but I'm pretty sure it went from like three, three free throws in game two to like 16 in game three, which is ridiculous. That just doesn't happen. Um, and the, um, along with that, the, I think they'll try and move Mike Connolly this summer. I have no idea where. Mike Connolly, I mean, he, wait, he's on Utah. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm totally blanking right now. I think they're going to move Paul Millsap. Yeah. Because he is a movable contract because he's a max. Um, and also, he didn't play that well. Well, I do think you play pretty well in the first two rounds, but not the conference final. I do think Utah will give up a guy like him. Um, I honestly, this is a hotter take. I think Utah's, I think Utah might trade Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they, I think you're already paying Gobert the max or super max actually. And for a small market team, I don't think they can really afford it. I disagree. I think Rudy Gobert will be a Boston Celtic next season. He will not. That is a terrible fit. I keep explaining to you how that's a terrible fit. And the way the offense that runs, that's an awful fit. And I think Danny Ainge knows that. Danny Ainge uh, doesn't go for superstars. I think he, he doesn't. But Donovan Mitchell, I think Donovan Mitchell is like a, is a quieter, younger guy that you could go for. I think Beal, too. I think Bertans, he, he hinted at it in his exit press conference. We don't have to dwell on age. But he, he was clearly alluding to that he was going after Bertans and was not willing to give up more than one first-round pick. 
So maybe as a free agent, you might consider going after Bertons, and that's a guy who would have made the difference in the conference final for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be another exciting summer. No, not summer, winter. This is weird. Yeah, it's going to be like baseball with the winter meetings. It's going to be a winter of moves. Yeah, and the NBA is the most crazy sport when it comes to all of this, and there's no doubt about it. So we'll see, and we'll have some interesting takes and episodes that will come up. So we can now move on to baseball. So the playoffs. Yes, I will take over. Ooh, I, I will take over for this. Um, I think the MLB postseason has been like the most entertaining thing on right now that nobody's watching. Um, they they changed their format, so they went from basically the NFL and MLB had the same playoff format, but they both switched to the eight team um, this year, uh, and it's working for the MLB. I mean, we had a very exciting first round best of three in the wild card. Um, Tampa beat the Blue Jays, the Indians and Yankees. I thought that was going to be closer, but the Yankees kind of just Miami, Miami beating. Yeah. That's the one I was talking about before. I think Miami Chicago was the most surprising one to be because I thought Chicago was ready to like make another run in Miami. I mean, I've never seen a team get smoked uh, by the Marlins before, but that's a first. You didn't watch the Phillies last year. It hurts my heart. Uh, the Phillies choked. Well, the biggest surprise to me is Minnesota. I thought they were done with the choking, and they just fell apart. I agree. They did fall apart. I maybe, thought they were going to Maybe the Astros game. are using buzzers again. Who knows? Maybe the Astros have just started cheating again, and we just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but my prediction, I, I said this before we got on, I think it's going to come down to the 1-5 in the AL and the 1-4 in the NL. Uh, as to who makes the World Series, I think, it, to me, it's down to Tampa and New York and the Dodgers and the Padres. I think those are easily, in my opinion, the four best teams left. Um, the Padres just have so much power and a very good bullpen, and the Dodgers are the deepest roster in baseball. Uh, the Yankees, it's New York, so the umps will give them the calls, and they have very timely luck uh, with their hitters getting hot. And Tampa has been the best team in the AL all year, so as long as they don't collapse, which they have a tendency to do, um, I think they'll make it to the World Series. And to me, uh, L.A. is my clear favorite for this World Series. I think getting, uh, getting Mookie Betts just made them way too deep. I don't see L.A. winning the World Series because they're just the kings of choking. So, I mean, you got Mookie now. Like that still, I still think they'll choke. I still think they'll choke. I don't they're see L.A. winning. I just, I've never seen a team as deep as them lose. I think Tampa Bay may get two champions. You know, I, I would I would be happy if Tampa the won. Lightning it's, and the Raids both getting wins, and then let's see if, what the Buccaneers do. I don't think the Bucks are going to do anything. Still, that would be crazy. What a that would be crazy if Tampa got the, if Tampa got the Cup, the World Series, and the Super Bowl. That'd be insane. It would be a, a fan base of literally near to no fans winning. Well, yeah, because of COVID. Well, just period. It's a hot spot. Tampa's a hot spot. Yep, they'll have their parades. I don't even bring that up. I don't want to talk about people not believing in Corona. Um, President has coronavirus. That's big news. Um, yes, I I laughed on Twitter. Parody non-actionable. Uh, so I think you can't suspend me for saying that I hope that a certain virus uh, doesn't. Um, lose to a certain person uh, they cannot suspend me for that because I said parody uh, non-actionable so I'm, I'm just joking uh, I know you don't like to wish injury or harm on to anyone 
Uh, but well, I think I saw it coming. If you're having, like, if you're if you're having these these rallies with a billion people without masks and no distancing, it's gonna happen. I expected him to get the virus. I think we'll be fine. Did um, you see the meme that I put on my Instagram or no? No, no, not yet. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, so I just I put the somebody on Twitter put out the uh, you know the LeBron three one pick. Oh. Like the sunglasses and headphones. I think you know where I'm going. Uh, no virus in presidential history has come back from trailing 3-1. <laughs> still a whole lot of ball game left. Still a whole lot of ball game left. All right. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. I don't want to dwell on politics on this. Mm-hmm. So, NHL? Um, NHL, not surprised. I thought Tampa I was surprised. Like, I wanted them to lose so they could just be a laughing stock again. Of a I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, over the last couple of years in the NHL, we're seeing teams get over the hump. We saw it with Washington a couple of years ago, and now we're seeing it with Tampa. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like the curse is being broken. Maybe it'll happen in baseball too. Maybe the Padres will win it all this year, or God forbid, the Miami Marlins. That would be. Cool. That I'm would be a that comeback. Yes, G- yeah, Jeter trying to sabotage them by trading everyone, and they still win it. That'd be insane. But I don't think they will. I think they're going to get crushed by the Braves. That's another team. Oh, I do not talk about Atlanta. I don't know. The Marlins had a tendency to win these divisional games all season. Um, Atlanta, it didn't Atlanta kill them though. I swear the Braves did. I don't think every game. I'll I'll double check. Yeah, all I know is that the Marlins beat beat up on the Phillies and the. Um, the Phillies and the Nats. Surprised about the Nats this year. What an awful season. Well, really, anything can yeah, happen. Yeah, the Braves won the season series 6-4. Yeah, that's that's competitive, though. The thing about the Marlins that surprised me is, like, their last series of the season, they got their asses kicked by the Red Sox. And trust me, I know because I've been watching this Red Sox team all year. The Red Sox are terrible. Yeah, they, they, won, they, won, they won one out of the two. Well, that wasn't their last series. They went on to beat the Nats and then oh, got the Nats. get That's... swept by the Braves. And then it was in Philly's whole hands to take that playoff spot. And the Marlins go out there and win a series against the Yankees. And I think the Phillies got swept by the Red Sox. Oh, they no. did. The Red Sox The Red Sox upset some good teams this year. They just couldn't win division. No, they, they lost. They got swept by the Rays, which is – yeah, that's why I said they can't win divisional games to save their life this year. They got killed by the Yankees, killed by the Rays, even killed by the Blue Jays. Uh, I think it really shows when every single team, I think, other than the Orioles who are dog shit, um, I think when every single team other than, like, the dog shit one in your division makes the playoffs and you don't, that's a problem. Um, big soccer news. I don't know if you've been following. but I don't, so you can take over. Well, you know, you know a bit about soccer. Liverpool lost seven to two to Aston Villa yesterday. That's bad. I know that's bad. That is insane. They won the league last year. That is insane. And then Manchester United lost six to one against Tottenham. I don't know. Is Tottenham good again? Tottenham's good. Tottenham's good. But still, losing six to one and being Man U. Well, that's just Man U. Man U sucks. I'll stand on that all day. They got Edison Cavani though. From PSG. So the Prem is looking really good this season. Um, It's exciting. I'm going to try and get this guy into soccer a bit more. Watch a couple matches with me. Oh, God. (laughs) It's 
It's Actually, I, I want to throw this out to you. I'm just going to immediately go back to football for a sec. With these injuries and the way everyone's playing, and now I think after tonight's game, we will be essentially close to a quarter of the way done with the season. Has your Super Bowl prediction changed? Because my two teams that are in it have not, but my result has. So you're not taking the Chiefs anymore. I think the Chiefs will get there, but I think they will be met by a far superior Seattle Seahawks team. And the last time the Seahawks opened a season, for, uh, I think undefeated, uh, through four games, they won it all. I'm sticking on it. Big trust. Woo-woo. Oh, They're going to win in the AFC Championship against Kansas City. Lamar they got their asses kicked by Kansas City. Lamar looked like Joe Flacco. Just, I trust the process there. You know, that's something that's that I process. That team is good. That team is good. You can yeah, I know. I wrote, you could say the same thing about the Sixers. They got knocked out by, by a team in the second round. I know, but, like, the Sixers don't have, like, this that's, generational that's talent. That's biased Boston fan. But we'll go – Lamar Jackson is a generational talent. It's oh, yeah, about time. I think he's, 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 a, he's a top five QB in the league. He's going to make the Super Bowl soon, and I think it's this year because I really like the team. I really – I think the AFC is way too competitive. I think it's. I think the window is not there for him this year because too many teams are healthy again. We'll see. That's I think healthy Patriots, healthy Steelers, and healthy Titans is a nightmare to a Raven playoff run. I agree with the um, Titans and the Steelers, actually. That's so you're point. just going to throw away the Pats, even if they go get a receiver again, which is likely? Well, I think if the Pats get a receiver, I think they'll, they'll go to the playoffs, but I don't think they can beat. I think they're going to the playoffs now. The Bills yeah, have I agree. I agree. I, I think, think there's a good chance. If the Patriots don't win their division, they're definitely getting the wild card. So you're saying the Patriots, with a receiver, have a better chance than the, the um, Chiefs or – Ravens. I, th- I think it would bring them even with the Ravens. I don't think even with the receiver, I don't think you're even with the Chiefs because the Chiefs are just so far and ahead, like better than everybody in the AFC at least. I and think another, the, the Seahawks have a case. Another team, we've uh, my sleeper, Titans, you never know. If Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, he's going to win the rushing title if he's healthy. Or he is, he's already leading the race this season. Is he? I think, yeah. I think he'll win the rushing. He just hasn't gotten any touchdowns. He got his first two touchdowns against the Jaguars. I think that they're going to continue riding off him. I really love that team. I love Mike Rabel and what he's done there. Um, I see that. I just don't know if you can do that for two straight years, though. With if, you get the right, if you get the right path, I think they have a shot. If yeah, they, I agree like, but I think you could say the same thing about the Pats, though. Yeah. I'd agree with that. If they but get, I think I think you're gonna hate this, but I think that path involves playing Tennessee because I think you can beat them with Cam Newton and an extra receiver. I really think you do. Because Tom Brady, they they have such a good pass rush, but they're not good against mobile QBs. And we saw that against the Chiefs. They let Mahomes go run everywhere. Imagine what they would do with Patriots. Cam. The Patriots can't tackle Derrick Henry, period. That's, I don't think that matters if you can actually score points. That's that was their problem in the in the AFC wild card last year is that Tom Brady can throw he can throw the ball. But Cam Newton just has shown he's a better passer in that system than Brady was last year. The two teams the Patriots should be scared of. No, three. I, I would say the two are the Ravens and the Chiefs, maybe also the Bills. 
I wouldn't yeah. throw anybody else in there, in my opinion. I'm not throwing anybody in. I, I think the Steelers are still a dangerous team. With no with Steeler, the Steeler, Mike Tomlin always collapses. That he is, is he has never beaten. This is a little stat. Steelers since Belichick and Brady got there, the Steelers have never beaten the Patriots in a playoff game. That's crazy. Never even come close. The Jets even beat the Steelers. I, mean, I know they well they beat the Pats, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, even the Jets did it. And the Steelers can. I think it's like Mike Tomlin. He's cursed against Belichick. He can't beat him. But he is one heck of a coach. He is one. He is a hell of a coach. I think Steelers fans hate him way too much. I love Mike Tomlin. He's a really good coach. He's arguably my favorite coach in the league. He's not my favorite. You know mine. Who, Bill? Yeah, Bill Belichick. He's such a bad guy. I like Bill, but I think I just like Tomlin a lot. Um, So what about on the other side? Has any – choices changed outside of the Seahawks do you think I think the Seahawks are the best team in the league right now Uh, I think Green Bay also I think they're a sleeper once they get their offense healthy Matt LaFleur man Matt LaFleur I love that I love that hire I still do I think it's a great hire um he's been really good he's been excellent for them and uh, I think that the tension was there at first I think a lot of people thought Jordan Love um was gonna hurt that team but I, I think that pick's looking good as far as developing for the future. I uh, think what Rodgers has been able to do. I think the NFC championship won't involve the Buccaneers or the Packers. I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to make a run this season. I wouldn't I, be surprised. I think Tyler Higby's done it for me, him picking it up. Well, I think golf is getting back, even though bad game last week. He's I agree with that. I agree with that. He's putting things together. I really think so. Do you think that the Saints might not make the playoffs this season? It's looking likely. Yes, I do think there's a chance they don't make it. I agree with that. I think they, they've gotten off to a really poor start. I think it comes down to Michael Thomas. Did he really mean that much to this team? And I think if they make a turnaround when he's healthy, I think it's going to make a lot of people who said last year was overrated for him regret saying that uh-huh. because it's going to show that he was the difference. Because Kamara's going off, and you're still not winning games. So maybe you need Michael Thomas. If he's not the key, then it's everybody you lost on defense. It's all the. It's literally no excuse. It's Drew Brees regression, and you have to – I'm not saying start Jameis, but I think you should regret giving Taysom Hill the money and not Teddy Bridgewater. Because I think if you had Bridgewater as a backup right now, the way he's playing in Carolina, I think then I would trust the Saints to make a run. But if Michael Thomas doesn't help them when, when he gets back, I think I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they go seven and nine again, and I think maybe Breeze is done. Wow, that that's a hot take. I'm excited. My big thing: the Bills have their first. I'd say the Rams were a test, but they really just got so hot and then they fell apart. So that left me with questions about the Bills. The Bills have their first big test these next two weeks against the Titans and the Chiefs. Those are two. Huge. I think they'll go 0-2, honestly. I yeah. don't think they win either game. I think it says a lot about the Bills if they win both. I think – Well, they- I'd say more so against Kansas City. Because yeah. the Titans, you can bl- – The Titans, it's a, it's a double edged sword. You can say they more rest or less preparation. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out on the um, Raiders after this week. Um, they can't run the ball anymore. It was just a fluke first two weeks yeah Yeah. do you have anything else i don't all right 
Well, that's been the podcast. Make sure to follow and share. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beating Buzzer. And that's been uh, the episode. Goodbye. See y'all guys.